Hi Queens with the same king, welcome to another episode of A Message for Who. In this podcast series, we dive deep into topics, get towards your emotional healing, empowerment and revival. Every message you receive in this space will connect you with scripture-based encouragement and gospel hope. Ladies, 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 don't we deserve to live our best life? The life that God planned for us? Indeed, yes, 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 all check. So join me, your host, Dinil Placid, aka The Priceless Woman, as I help you identify your fears and perceived barriers that may have delayed your destiny. Through this podcast, you will gain insights to help you deconstruct the challenges, the problems, the issues, and develop a clear and defined plan that you will be able to discover your uniqueness and then be determined to live the life you were designed to have. So I say to you, it is your time for healing, your time for empowerment, and your time to be revived. Before we get into this session, which we will be discussing fair in starting a business, I want you to remember, and at this point, I always encourage girls and women to look in the mirror. Ladies, take your compact out. Take that mirror out your bag. Take that mirror out your purse or get in front of your mirror in your bedroom. Look at you and just remember that you are loved, you have value, and you are priceless. Always remember that. Now, Let's start our topic, fear in starting a business. Just by the very word, fear throws us off. Have you tried to start your own business but find yourself paralyzed by this thing called fear? Are you waiting for a perfect time to start and there may be a bit of delay? Sometimes it is based on the crippling effect of fear. Now, When we are about to start a business or you're about to do, just jump out into that entrepreneurial journey, there are so many emotions, there is a whirlwind of emotion and so many questions that just floats around your mind. One of the questions is, what if I fail? What if I fall flat on my face, as one friend told me? Another question is, what if I don't know how to do this thing? On this new entrepreneurial journey, what am I doing? What if my products or my services will not be accepted from from my target audience? What if, what if, what if? And so many what if, if, if plays around in our minds. Now, while we can identify with this feeling of fear in so many areas of our lives, for the most part, the reality is almost everyone experiences this debilitating emotion when moving from business idea to startup, when moving from that thing in your mind that you have had for so many years, when moving from that thing that you scribble in the back of your Bible or scribble in the back of a journal or maybe in the notes of your phone or just sit down talking to yourself, yeah, talking to yourself kind of thing. How do we move from there? to actually starting. How, ask yourself, how do I move from business idea to start up? Now, I am a new business owner. I've had the privilege of um, being the president and the founder of my NGO, the Priceless Foundation for Women, for almost over six years. And that in itself was a dream since the age of 12. But 
I'm a new co-owner to the Safe Place Family Life Enrichment Center for counseling and life coaching services together with my husband. And this dream started when we met some 20-something years ago and we will be celebrating our 22nd anniversary this year. And, you know, when God brought us together, we knew for a fact that there was something we had to do. So, be reminded, this was 20-something years ago. So, I can tell you that it was not an easy road to get it started because of this thing called fear. But in 2019, God empowered us to step out in faith and to start. Now, when we are faced with trouble and trouble comes, God said that he will be a very present help in time of trouble. And listen to me, fear was present, but fear was not a present help at all. Now, take out your pens and take note of this. The desire to start something at the right time sometimes is just a justification for delay and this is a trap that fear brings. The desire to start something at the right time sometimes is just a justification for delay and this is a trap that fear brings. Another thing to consider is that the fear we don't face can become our limiting beliefs. Now, Bible scripture, um, you know, makes it clear that God has a roadmap for anyone seeking his blessing as a business person or entrepreneur and or someone just wanting to reach out into any area of business. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, and by now you would know I love the message Bible. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you not abandon you plans to give you the future and to give you a hope proverbs 16 3 says i'll jump off from the message bible for a bit and read the english standard version it says in proverbs 16 3 commit your will to the lord and your plans will be established commit your will to the lord and your plans will be established but before the strategies, before identifying the strategies, let's understand what we are up against in relation to fear. This letter four letter word that seems to be so powerful. Firstly, fear is an inevitable experience. The psalmist David did not say in every encounter that um, if I am afraid, he said when I am afraid. Always would say when I am afraid because he knew very well and God knows that fear will be up in our face, you know. Now, fear can act as a motivation to keep us from physical harm and possibly death. In most general terms, it implies anxiety and loss of courage. It has the potential to become a prop for emotional weakness and lack of courage. You hear that? It has the potential to become a prop for emotional weakness and lack of courage. Now, I have learned that it's very important to understand that fear can work for or against us. Fear will always try to sneak in its ugly head. That's just what it does. But how we respond to it is the important thing. Now, secondly, why fear is inevitable, fear is a thief. It steals the essence of living in abounding fullness of joy and strength for sp- of, of spirit, soul, and body. And above all, it can rob us from becoming who God created us to be, 
which means we won't fulfill our purpose in life. Fear bombards us as human. Everyone knows fear. It can appear in an instant and throw us into chaos in an instant. It can cripple the very core of who we are and who we ought to be. When we face difficulties, the best person we ought to consult is God. Now, I know, ladies, when we face difficulties, the first thing we do is take up our phones, dial our girlfriends and say, Hey, girl, listen to this. But God is the person that we must consult. We are commanded in scripture not to fear because we have God. And when God is on our side, we have the majority. Now, fear is often not based on truth. It is based on false expectation appearing real. And that's a, a, a acronym that I think Zig Ziglar came up with. I could, I could be wrong, but it's false expectation appearing real. Fear forgets that God is God and that he is still in control. You see, God did not give the spirit of fear, but he also give us um, you know, the, the, the courage to understand that he can deconstruct and destroy it to its very core. Now, the spirit of fear is sent by Satan. When we experience the spirit, we know we are on the right path. Because now, I always remember someone once told me, a burglar don't rob an empty house. So if you find that you are struggling with this startup of your business and this thing called fear, just know that you have something to offer and the enemy wants to be on your tail. Yeah, he wants to be behind you. Um, so keep pressing on by rebuking the spirit of fear and ask God for help and keep moving. And if you are not moving, I would say like um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, girl, get up. So what more does God say on this matter? Let's consult God. He says in Isaiah 43, 1, don't fear. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name for you are mine. Joshua 1.9, Living Word Bible. It says, be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt. For remember, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. That is something so important to remember. That God is with us wherever we go. In other words, God is saying, haven't I commanded you to have strength, to have courage, don't be timid. Don't get discouraged. God, your God is with you every step that you take. Now, courage is not the absence of faith, but the triumph over it. The bold and the brave woman is not one who does not feel afraid, but one who triumphs over fear. Courage is the virtue that reinforces all, all other virtues. Fear not is mentioned almost 365 times in the Bible. Listen, listen, we got to listen for fear not to be mentioned 365 times in the Bible. It's reiterating the need for us to be courageous, ladies. Let us not be guilty of impunging God's character and defying his promise to be with us by holding on to fear. Where the enemy placed a question mark, God already placed a full stop. Fear not. Now, do you remember Moses and everything God asked him to do ch and to challenge him was to, you know, God challenged Moses to step out and face his fear. 
His fear of inability, his fear of inadequacy, his fear of inferiority, infirmity, and everything else that Moses showed. Who said we have to accept the natural reaction to fear, flight, fright, and freeze? Ladies, know who you are and whose you are and what you are called to do. We are daughters of the Most High King, born with a solution, born winners, and born for such a time as this. Now, all the fear has the potential to cripple us. It is even more true that nothing can strengthen and embolden us like faith in the promises of God. Now, I don't like to say, or I should say, I no longer say, be confident. I say, be confident, knowing that God, he will not leave you to face this journey of life alone. Now, God did not give us a spirit of faith and it does not belong to us. So give it back, please. Give it back. It does not belong to us. What he gave us is the ability to be bold. The ability to be brave, the ability to be daring, the ability to be courageous, to, to, to be fearless. Now, it was Zig Ziglar who said that fear has two meanings. Now, this is Zig Ziglar's um, acronym. He says, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. I chose the latter knowing that it's false evidence appearing real. So we, and I want to encourage you to face everything and rise. Now, biblical principles should guide all our decisions and actions and therefore gives us the best strategies to overcome this destroyer of dreams and business ideas, this destroyer of thoughts. Now, this emotion that, you know, this fear, this emotion that comes to deter you from your purpose. Bible will help us today, ladies. The spirit call fear. Now, while I was preparing this, I, I thought for a moment, when fear knocks on your door and it's going to come, answer with courage and send faith to open it. I want to repeat that. When fear knocks on your door, answer with courage and send faith to open it. The more you are able to recognize what is happening Stand with authority. The more God is going to be with you and the overcomer in you will shine true. Because as I said before, when God is on your side, you have the maturity. Now, as we are wrapping up and we, we would have explored some scriptural reference, I want to draw some practical strategies that I would have learned and tapped into and still doing so in being a new business owner. You know, to overcome this thing called fear. One, learning to trust God through the successes and mistakes. For not everything you do will work, nor is it the failure you think it is. So when you fall, get up again. When, if even if you have to start from scratch, just know that you are starting with experience. And like one of my very good sisters said, that when you are starting, you are starting as an overcomer. So that's okay. You may have had downfalls. You may have failed in the first attempt. Girl, get up. So learning to trust God through your successes and mistakes. Secondly, you can't be all things to all people. You cannot be all things to all people. Focus on a defined and clearly identify niche of prospects 
and customers. Now, this is how I put it. We all can have the same recipe to make a chocolate cake, but guess what? You will make your chocolate cake and I will make my chocolate cake and there would be persons who would look at my chocolate cake and be like, what is that too? Or will say, that tastes horrible. And then they would come to your chocolate cake and say, wow, this is amazing. You should just put this in a recipe book. Listen, you can't be all things to all people. We are all designed for a specific audience, so find your audience. Thirdly, overcoming fear is not based on willpower, but on God's power. Overcoming fear is not based on willpower, but on God's power. Fourth, there will never be a perfect moment or day. The world is filled with distractions. So take this day, this moment, and with God's help, he will lead it to perfection. God will lead your business to perfection. So don't wait and say, well, you know, like my husband and I were waiting for so many opportunities and we just had to get up. God just said, get up, get up and start. Don't just have that idea written down there that just doesn't make sense. Don't just have that thought playing in around in your mind. There is somebody who's waiting to be lifted or be impacted or to be influenced by that business idea that you have. Another point, you cannot do life alone. There is some expert out there waiting to hold your hand. Call them. Send an email. There is somebody waiting to help you. You may not know all the things or all the strategies to do this business, but there is nothing new under the sun. You would leave your impression and your mark because you are unique. But there is somebody waiting to do that. If, if, it's, if it's a podcast, somebody's waiting to help you with your voice. If it's to sell clothing, somebody's waiting to tell you how they start up their store. If it's, if it's just to just start, find that expert. See your fears as distractions and put your faith into action. See your fears as distraction and put your faith into action. Another point, change your language from what if to yes, I can. That's my favorite. What if to yes, I can. Another one of my favorite is don't compete. Don't compare. Don't complain, but complete your mission. Don't compete, don't compare, or complain, but complete the mission. Be you in the process, just be you, and remember everybody brings something to the table. I love this quote, be you because everybody else is taken. Nobody else can be you but you. You may try to fit in someone else's shoes, but trust me, you might just get a bunion. Don't try to put your foot in someone else's shoes. You have your own shoes and your own style and your own walk. So ladies, be you in the process. Check your circle of friends. Woo, this is a big one. Check your circle of friends. Some people are meant to take you on the journey and to be with you. And some people will just keep you back. So remember... That, you know, just like when you have a virus in your computer, you have to press or you want to delete something, you press all control and delete. There are some people you just press all control and delete because you will then be able to grow and to glow in your business. 11 point, failure is part of the process to success. So get up and start again. And as I said, this time you will be starting with experience and this time you'll be starting as, as an overcomer. 
With God on your side, you have the majority. That's another point. Nobody else may want to, to they may find your ideas like, good, you're crazy. Don't do that. There's so many people have that idea. Listen, if God gave it to you, God is going to give you the way out. And God is going to give you the strategies and the resources. So get up. To start may not be great, but to be great, you just need to start. That's the 13th point. The start may not be great, but to be great, you just need to start. Listen, this is one that I want you to really take note of. Celebrate your small and big accomplishment. Celebrate your wins. Even if you have to keep a virtual party, listen, that may, that may save you some money. So celebrate your win. Even if you just read register the business celebrate that if you are able to put together your objectives your mission your vision celebrate it how do we celebrate paint your toes paint your nails come here and do something ladies number 15 do what you can with what you have do what you can with what you have and number 16 stop waiting for covid19 to go stop it Stop it, stop it, stop it. To start, just start. So back to some biblical principles as I wrap up. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41 says, And the same day, when the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. This is Jesus talking to the disciples. Now, did they know what was in the middle of the journey? Now, God gave them the start of the journey. He said, let's go to the other side. And he did not tell them what was going to be in the middle. Did they know what was going to be the end or the end of the journey? No. They were trusting the guy with the, the idea. He said, hey, let's go to the other side. So my point from this chapter, Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41 is this. God gave the command when to cross to the other side. He did not say you cross, but instead he but instead he said, let us cross. So God will give you that idea and he will say to you, let us start. That is in verse 35. Then we have uh, a learning point from verse 36. While he promised never to leave us on this journey of life and he will not. We are the ones who leave God. God does not leave us. God doesn't leave us stranded. We are the one who let go of God's hand. We make decisions without him. So make sure he is in the boat with you. All right? Let us cross. Verse 37. Getting to the other side, a storm may arise. But as long as God is in the boat, he caught you. So that's what was in the middle of the journey. They did not know the storm was going to arise. But God was with them in the boat. And he's saying, I got your back. Another learning point from this 38 of, of, of that chapter, be still like God. Do not feel for a moment he does not care. You know, when the disciple, one of the disciples went, it's like, you, you sleeping though, you in the boat. Your head, your head resting on this pillow, you sleeping. Listen, even when we don't see his hand, even when we can't see him or we can't feel him, trust his heart, trust him. Even when you don't see him, don't feel for a minute. He doesn't care. He does. He's an on-time God. 
He stops the storm on his timing. He gives peace, but not just any kind of peace. You know, that scripture ended with God giving a great calm. So ladies, if you were wondering or you were struggling with this four-letter word, F-E-A-R, to start a business, and I just want to move away from a business for a bit. Maybe you are struggling with fear to get into ministry. Maybe you are struggling with fear to make a decision. Maybe you are struggling with fear to do something. I want to encourage you that God is on your side and you have the majority. Thank you today for tuning in to this discussion. I encourage you to share, share, share this discussion and even tap into all the other episodes. Maybe you can leave a message for me. Let me know what you think, how you feel and be encouraged until the next time, until another message knocks on your door. And remember, it's your time for healing. It's your time to be empowered. It's your time to be revived. And don't forget, you are loved, you have value, and you are priceless.